Sonic Radio, the number one source for Sonic music. <coughs> Hello and welcome back to another edition of Turbo Drive Live on Sega Sonic Radio. Yeah. Why am I talking like this? I have no clue. Anyway. <coughs> Hello, I'm back for another weekend. You're probably thinking, why is he here? He's like, he shouldn't be here. He should be relaxing and whatnot because it's Easter holidays and whatnot. And, uh, uh, you know, you know, it's just one of those things where I am restless. You know? Yeah. I just, like, you know, I'm totally not uh, the kind of person who 
who goes, woohoo, you know, it's holidays, I should take a break and not do a show. No, no, I'm not like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, you know, it's just, uh, yeah. So, anyway, I am back again this week to pull you guys under into the depths of randomness that is Turbo Drive Live of course and uh, yeah just uh, yeah it's just one of those nights yeah because I've been doing a lot tonight or today even or the past few days in, in fact with achievements there, achievements, uh, achievements here, achievements there, uh, achievements everywhere, and uh, they need to be acquired by any means necessary. Yeah, so uh, I'll probably talk about that later on in the show. Uh, right. Uh, also, we'll be talking about uh, some Sonic news. Yes, Sonic news. Uh, that's come from the Sonic Stadium. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's just uh, to see what's going on, and uh, yes. Uh, it's just uh, it's, you know, then we got Turbo's first impressions. Yes, I forgot about that. Yeah, I'm, f- I'm a forgetful sod me, and aren't I? Uh, then uh, we have your requests. Yeah, so. For those people who are still around and don't have anything to do uh, tomorrow and are listening, then you are free to request any Sonic music that you may desire. And, uh, yeah. And before you start, don't request anything that's just been recently put up on the TSS uh, Def Chamber media thing, because uh, you don't need to. Because I'll do it for you during the show. Yes. Why am I whispering? I don't know. I think it's just so cool doing it like this. Anyway, back to the show. So, yeah. Um, uh, it's been one of those weeks where everything's either been good and bad at the same time. Like ambivalence, you know, it's like two mixed emotions at the same time. It's like, yeah, it's odd, <laughs> very odd. Uh, God, I'm so boring. Anyway, I think we should get into gear with uh, stuff. And of course, when I was saying, obviously, don't request anything that's recently been uploaded onto the Death Chamber. TSS Media Portal. Um, it's because I already downloaded it and I'm gonna play it on my show anyway. And uh, I don't know if this has been played on any other Sonic Radio show, but I think this is again another TSS, uh, well SSR exclusive. Yeah, I should get a jingle for that or something like that. I don't know, but uh, now this will be another song. Played on the airwaves of Sega Sonic Radio uh, for the first time, possibly. Who knows? Uh, might have been played by other people. 
because I didn't I didn't know if uh, V'ger had a show this week or and of course we haven't heard from Dark Speech for quite a while and he usually does a Saturday thing need to check that out so yeah without further ado I'm going to be playing you some of the exclusive tracks uh, on the Sonic uh, Sonic and the Black Knight vocal tracks album called uh, I believe it's Faith uh, Faith something I'm, I'm rubbish aren't I uh, I face to face to fate no face to faith which is kind of a odd title anyway but uh, yeah that's uh, available on uh, the TSS Media Death Chamber place so you can download all the song uh, the album uh, the mini voc track vocal tracks uh, album and uh, I'm going to be playing you I think it's just the two exclusive tracks that are on there um that uh, is not her- is not heard from my knowledge heard in the game Sonic in the Black Knight, so you get to listen to a little exclusive stuff, yes, and without further ado, I'm gonna start off the evening. Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, we're gonna start off with the Crush 4E version of With Me, uh, and it's known as the Massive Power Mix. Now, by its own name, yes, it is pretty massively powered, and it's a mix. Yes. And I love it. I love Crush 40. It's just so... Grr. You know. It's just like, yeah. So, I'm going to let you listen to it. And I hope you get the same reaction. If not, I'm going to come to your place of living. And uh, rip your ears off. And stuff them in a blender. Preferably a Blendtec blender. Because they that can blend anything, except a crowbar. <laughs> so anyway, uh, right here you go, Crush 4E with their version of "With Me" from the Sonic and the Black Knight vocal vocal tracks album, Face to Fate. Enjoy.
And we're back on Turbo Drive Live and Sega Sonic Radio. So yes, what has been going on in the Sonic community here in Sonic News? Well, a little bit has been going on, but hey, you know, it's slow going and whatnot. So yes, anyway, I'll stop doing this because it's annoying. Nah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, right. Uh, earlier on in the week, we had a competition announced by Sega of Europe of one AA UK, uh, talking about the Sonic and the Black Knight scripts, uh, or a script, of course, the original script for uh, Sonic and the Black Knight, the story, and uh, yep, they're offering. Uh, yeah, one of two Sonic and the Black Knight scripts, and signed by, uh, you know, signed by the uh, I think it's be- believes the writer and the, well, the producer I think of the game. Uh, not one hundred percent sure because obviously I haven't actually had a chance because obviously whenever I try to enter any of these competitions, I fail miserably. So I don't even bother trying to write, listen to or read anything of the competition and whatnot and what's in it and what's in it for me kind of thing because I know instantly I will lose, I will fail FAIL miserably yes right, up next uh, a new playtest of Mario and Sonic at the Winter Olympic Games was uh, published in Gamesmaster magazine Yes, the UK, the famous UK magazine, based on the cult classic uh, show that ended in its prime, which shouldn't have ended in the first place because it sh- should have stayed around, and we and we wouldn't get cheap knockoffs like Gamesville. Ugh, Gamesville, dear God, that sucked balls. Seriously, Gamesville just sucked. Sucked major balls. Anyway, uh, they have their impressions on not only the Wii version but the DS version as well, and talking about uh, the uh, the little mini differences between the two. Neato. And finally, we finally get a chance to know what Project Ringo is. And guess what? It's a Puyo Pop sequel. Yeah, it's another Puyo Pop game. Yeah, there was nothing exciting about it at all, you know. There was nothing about apples or anything. It's just Puyo Pop. That is all. So, which is good, because obviously uh, we haven't had a Puyo Pop game for quite a while. So, I don't know why they made it all a mystery with this whole Project Ringo crap. Um, You know, it's just over the top, really, you know. So, yeah. It's just one of those things that it's like, yay! Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's weird. I tell you, it's weird. Weird. It's absolutely weird. 
So yeah, another a Puyo Pop game. It's like I haven't played another. I haven't played a Puyo Pop game since. Uh, well, actually, I actually only played the knockoff of the Puyo Pop series, which was, of course, Doctor Robotnik's Beam B Machine. Everyone remembers that knockoff, eh? Yeah. You know? But uh, you know, as for the actual game itself, I don't think I've played it. Since uh, what was it? Uh, Sega Superstars Tennis, because obviously it had Puyo Pop as a mini game in there, uh, but obviously it was a little different, being that you had to use the whole tennis mechanics and whatnot, and which made things weird. Um, no, it's just uh, you know, it's, uh, that was the only time, only other time. I played Puyo Pop. The other time was uh, with uh, Sega Superstars, the original Sega Superstars, which was the iToy game, um, you know, for the PlayStation 2. And obviously, again, it was a different style, being that it's, uh, you know, it was just pouring Puyos into the correct slots and whatnot, which uh, all you had to do, you know, and don't try to put any bombs in the slots, you know. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it's just one of those things. Puyo Pop, yay. Puyo Pop, puzzler, yay. Ugh. Frankly, you, you can hear the enthusiasm in my voice, yes. And that's it for all the Sonic news, except for, of course, um, the recent news on the front page being that on sonicstadium.org. Um, uh, there was a po- very, po- very, very positive review of S- Sega Mega Drive Ultimate Collection from TSS and Webmaster Guru Dreadnox. Uh, and also, there's a competition to win yourself an Xbox 360 Elite. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, obviously, the competition is kind of awkward. It's obviously it's a picture competition where you have to take a Sonic plushie or any other plushie that you own and put it in an awkward predicament, you know, in an awkward location and whatnot. And, uh, oh hell, I've got many of the awkward locations that Sonic would never be in, uh, in, uh, you know, where I reside. But, uh, no, it's all depending, you know. But yeah, again, another competition that I'm not going to enter, mainly because it's part of the TSS site, and I don't think I will have a chance to win, because I have shit luck. Yeah. Yeah, my luck my luck factor is a very slim to none kind of thing, so yeah, I just go, yeah, whatever. So yes... I think we've only got one person listening today, and that's Shalafox04. And that's right, he's listening on the uh, MP3 file. Uh, uh, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, it's just been one of those. Again, obviously, I think my show has finally hit rock bottom. 
where obviously it needs to be reshuffled. So yeah, I think it definitely needs to get a new time slot now because this is this is ridiculous. We only have obviously hi Shadow Fox. I know it's you who's listening because you always listen to my shows now. Yeah, which is good. Thank you. Yeah. No, but obviously, yeah, I know what the predicament is this weekend. It's all, obviously it's uh, uh, it's the Easter holidays, you know, and it's gonna be Easter Sunday tomorrow. And I, 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 I frankly don't know why. Why? Why is Easter? Because obviously, for some now, this this is what I got got to, told by Earthheart earlier today that uh, Tesco are closed. Or his Tesco that he works in is closed for uh, Easter Sunday, which I think is just absolutely, you know, weird as hell. Uh, you know, it's like um, it's too awkward, very awkward indeed. I mean, uh, uh, because obviously stores like my generic game store. Um, it it doesn't it doesn't get holidays like that. The only holidays that the store gets is Christmas Day and New Year's Day. That's it. That's the only days, you know. And even and even then, some people open at New Year's Day, you know. But you see, that's an odd thing. Obviously, Tesco's are open New Year's Day, uh, and the closing Christmas Day. Christmas Day is always the same. Christmas Day is the same for everyone. Everyone shuts up shop. No one opens a shop at all on Christmas Day. If you want to get something to eat or whatever, you say you get it the day before Christmas Eve, which is fine. But Christmas Day, everyone shuts off, you know. But Easter Sunday? <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's a religious thing, obviously. With um, Obviously, Christmas Day is celebrating the birth of Christ. Easter Sunday is celebrating the resurrection or death of Christ. You know, which I think is just absolutely bollocks nowadays. Because, obviously, it's just... It's just Again, another commercial holiday that makes no sense anymore. From my standpoint, because obviously, even though I am a baptized Christian and uh, whatnot, I frankly don't follow the follow the religion with my Bible in hand and quoting Psalms and whatnot, like Jake the Snake Roberts. And you know, it's just like I just don't get it at all. It's, it's creepy. Creepy. But anyway, uh, enough about that. On to the next segment, which is Turbo Swift Impressions. Uh, now, there has been a lot of things that have come out, so... I think obviously I did get a new game, 
but I'm not going to be talking about that. That's actually going to be a TFMX exclusive. So if you want to get my opinions on this game, you'll have to tune into TFMX.co.uk in the review cast because I'm going to do a review cast of the game. Um, obviously, I'll have to tell Fungus that. But uh, the stuff that I'm going to be talking about the first impressions this week will be DLC. And of course, if you're not into gaming lingo, then you'll have to figure that out after the song, which is an, uh, the other track from the uh, Sonic Sonic in the Black Knight vocal track album, and that is Benley Jones's mix of Seven Rings in Hand, known as the Fairy Tales in Trance mix, and. Uh, this is a very smooth, easygoing, kind of like mellow remix, which is good because it's not all heavy techno, techno and whatnot. So uh, that's pretty cool, you know. At first, I actually thought it was very trippy. It's like someone would just go, "Oh man, yeah." No, um, it wasn't like anything like that. It was. Uh, it's actually pretty pleasant, very pleasant indeed. And uh, of course, I f- do know why AUK said all those things a couple of weeks ago when he first listened to this track. And you say, like, "Yep, he's right. He's right again." So anyway, here is uh, Bentley Jones with his version of Seven Rings in Hand," the fa- fairy tales in trance mix. So yeah, enjoy. Just 
who dreams Folks may better be forever last to give in Need a push or pull to begin And freedom moving less than ever hand gets in Oh, be it all the same, it's never the same Just like that, just nothing at all just means Nothing at all just means as is, then it's never as is Back to fact, make real of all that seems Make real of all that seems Turbo's first impressions on Turbo Drive Live. And this week's Turbo's first impressions is going to be something of the weird ass variety as such of DLC. Because, <clears throat> and no, it's not the Sonic, Sonic uh, Unleashed DLC because the, that sucks. Balls 
utterly, utterly sucks balls. Balls utterly sucks. Sucks utterly balls. Balls utterly sucks. You get the jill. You get the jill? You get the jill sandwich. Yes. You get the jill sandwich, you eat it, you have a little bit of uh, whisker sauce and, you know, berry salad and diet crisps on the side. Diet crisps because I'm trying to lose a little weight. <sighs> Bad joke. Anyway. <clears throat> DLC. The DLC that I'm going to be talking about is one two uh, two games. One, the Mythic Map Pack for Halo 3. And two, Resident Evil 5's Versus Mode. First off, we'll start off with uh, the Mythic Map Pack. Uh, the Mythic Map Pack... The Mythic Map Pack is a pack of three maps for a hundred uh, for eight hundred Microsoft points. Now, seeing that I just bought a four map pack for Gears of War for the same price. You see, I feel like I just got gypped, you know, as such. Because that that's kind of bollocks, if I might say so. That's uh, obviously one pack, they cost, both packs cost the same, but one has an extra map, and in fact it's actually a classic map from the previous game, and Halo doesn't have anything like that. So, yeah. Again, Halo has gypped us out of our money. So yeah, but of course you're probably saying to yourself, then why were you a sucker, Turbo, of getting the bloody map pack? And I'm just gonna say, shut up! I'm getting to it, you bastards. Uh, with the mythic map pack, obviously there has been achievements for the these packs for this pack for quite a long time. And it was plaguing, plaguing my gamer score and whatnot for ages. So I was waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. I've I've been waiting to get these achievements and try to get my achievement score to a decent decent percentage. And uh, it's been a long time, almost six months as such since this since the whole update of uh, achievements and I don't know why that they just like update the achievement score on Halo 3 so 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 in advance to a so, to the maximum that they can do uh from exp- uh, from permission of Halo uh, from Microsoft and takes so long to do these fucking maps. I mean, hell, it's not over yet. There's still another, well, technically another uh, 20, uh, 200 and, uh, 225 achievements. Because you can get 275 already. Uh, from, well, actually, no. No, two. Uh, no, you can get two hundred seventeen, and uh, two hundred seventy-five. So if 
sites. No, it's two hundred uh, and twenty-five. Sorry, uh, because there's still another tw- two hundred twenty-five to go, and um, yeah, you know, it's just like you know, it, because obviously you still need another map pack to finish off all the other achievements. And we actually thought that all those achievements were for the Mythic map pack, but then we find out that it's only three maps in the map map pack, and the other three are in a completely separate one altogether. Bullshit. Hmm. Pure shit. Bullshit. Yeah. So I'm kind of pissed off at that. Uh... And you're probably wondering, oh, what's the other... Well, what's what's that? Well, obviously, I got all the available achievements that I can get currently, except for one, which is the Bull True achievement. Which, basically, you have to have... It's Well, basically, you have to get a Bull True medal. Uh, uh, well, a... Uh, 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 you know. Uh, basically, you have to kill someone while they're in... While they're in, you know, lunging towards you with a plasma sword, and obviously you have to kill them before they hit you. Um, <clears throat> that's difficult uh, because obviously the only way you can get that is through Griff Ball, and you know it has to be on a mythic map pack uh, or a mythic map, so it has to be, go through the team mythic map playlist that's on Halo 3 just now and uh, yeah they're they're kind of like you know just uh, average on that it's just terrible So yeah, uh, but yeah, I was going through the achievements and whatnot, and uh, I got about I got 250. Not bad, you know. I'm not I'm not too fussed. You know, I can get the rest later on. At least it raises my average a little bit, raises my gamer score average, uh, which uh, last time I checked it was at 81 percent. Uh, it probably is higher than that now. Uh, so yeah, and also be close enough again to get you know, you know, uh, games completed, obviously. Uh, with uh, what's the other thing? So yeah, off the Mythic map pack, do I recommend it? Unless you're an absolute achievement or and uh, want to get these achievements as desperate as I was, then go ahead and knock yourself out. Splur- uh, splurge out 800 Microsoft points to Microsoft, and there you go. But if you want to be a wait- patient bunny and just wait it out, then fair enough. Do 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 that if you want. So yeah, but definitely... Yeah. 
Apparently, ShadowFox04 is saying that um, Bulltrues aren't that hard to get. It was when I was trying to do it in Griffball at one time. Because I was trying to kill people with them. You know, kill them with the bloody hammer on the Mythic map packs. And, you know, and I was trying, and it didn't work. You know, at one time, actually, we both killed each other, but obviously it didn't count. It didn't count for me stopping him from killing me. So, yeah. So, bollocks to that. Uh, uh, say yes. With that, obviously, I'm just going to move on to the next DLC that I was going to talk about this time in Turbo's First Impressions, and that is the Resident Evil 5 Versus Mode DLC. Now, of course, this had a lot of controversy depending uh, to what the DLC actually weighed in at. And by weighed in, I mean how, mu- how many megabytes actually held. On the Xbox 360 version that I own, I was download. I downloaded the, you know, the versus mode at two megabytes. I was thinking to myself, hang on a second, this is a typo, isn't it? It's like two megabytes. Seriously, two megabytes. And indeed, it is two megabytes. Basically, because all it uses is all the kind of like the maps, the characters, the weapons, the uh, the you know the enemy AI, the all that from the game. But just the two megabytes just consists of the versus menu, the versus search engine, the versus lobby system, uh, the versus uh, kind of like scoring system for both Slayers and Survivors mode, and also Team Slayers and Team Survivors, and uh, also the little added, uh, you know, voice soundbite files. But all in all, it basically could have been something that would have been ready on the fucking disc. In fact, personally, from my my perspective, this DLC shouldn't have this versus mode should not have been in DL uh, in Resident Evil at all. Why? Because Resident Evil isn't about versus going up against other people. Uh, in game, like in games, in games like that, anyway, because it's just utterly infuriating. I kid you not, it is absolutely infuriating to play versus mode on Resident Evil 5 because basically you don't get the run and gun action that you would normally expect from a shooter. You know, like Gears of War, or Halo 3, or Call of Duty, or, you know, Quantum of Solace, or Wanted, or whatever. And, you know, and, (laughs) it's just, it's just absolutely atrocious. Because you're trying to, you know, I mean, hell, it's like, you can't even fire your, you can't even do a stop blind fire. Like, shoot from the hip kind of thing. Uh, which kind of sucks. 
in versus mode. Uh, oh, well, apparently B for a saying, it, it could be worse, it could be versus mode from Shadow the Hedgehog. I can actually tell you now that Shadow the Hedgehog's versus mode was actually a little bit better than uh, the versus mode that we uh, that we have in Resident Evil 5. I can I kid you not, because at, at least in in Shadow the Hedgehog you can move and shoot your gun if you want if you had a gun uh, at the same time without any you know any problems you know. And it just like no, no, it just doesn't work. It does. It does not work in Resident Evil Five. No, because it's a it's a uh, action horror game. Now, obviously, actually, in fact, I was actually in my generic game store and uh, on this on the radio station that we have for the company. Who do, does all this crap advertisements and crap over the you know over enthusiastic scripted writing bullshit? They actually classed it as a survival horror, which many a people would totally just turn around and just say dis to, turn around disagree and say, "Oi, it's not a survival horror anymore. It's more of an action game. So why don't you just call it action horror next time?" You know. Uh, but yeah, it just, it is just absolutely balls. Yeah, seriously, it is that, is, uh, oh, excuse me, excuse me, sorry. Of course, tiredness again, I better stop doing that. In fact, actually, you know, Switching to a new time is definitely gonna stop the yawning. Uh, with that, with you know that, it's just fucking retarded. Like you know, I'm sorry, but it's like Resident Evil Five versus mode. Well, it's basically in some most of the modes, including well, so I'll go through the modes for you, okay? Slayers is basically uh, a free for all. Uh, match to get as many combos as you can on enemy enemy margins uh, and keep the combo going for as long as you can and also you know get more points for that uh, and survivors is basically you go after the people you're you know the the, the human characters uh, and when it's teams obviously it's the same rules apply only you're in teams of two uh with with um with slayers slayers is just basically mercenaries mode only with extra annoyances being that of the extra human players the the survivor series uh, the the survivor mode is just basically you know, who can who can last in an you know in a barrage of bullets bullets the longest? You know, it's all based on frickin' luck. You know, and really, really, I just 
I don't know. It's just like... It just gets annoying after a while. You know? Like, you... Say, for example, you obviously... You're low on ammo. You need... uh, You know, you're low on ammo. You've got only a handgun left. And you go up against a person who has a frickin'... I don't know, shotgun, an M3, you know, an M3 shotgun. You're screwed because it only takes sometimes it only takes him about one or two, uh, two, two or three hits from that shotgun on some occasions to just down you, and that's it. You're screwed, you know, and it means more points to him, you know. And this is on Survivor, you know. Survivor is the most annoying gameplay schemat as well because obviously in certain maps you can go up to higher grounds and just camp up there and you know obviously for people to climb up the ladders that lead to that point you're just walking into a trap and there's nothing you can do about it and if they've got the advantage if they've got the points all they have to do is just let the time run and that's it they don't need to do anything else you know um and I experienced that firsthand in one of my matches, and I I was truly, truly pissed off. You know, it was just absolutely retarded. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> and apparently. Many people are Gavrin Tales fans. Yay! Yay, Gavrimore Tales fans. <laughs> Aye. If the new skins on the Sonic Stadium didn't gather up enough Tales fans, then we're screwed. But anyway, uh, with the DLC, well, at least the DLC was very cheap. It was almost, it was basically the same price as. Transferring all of your uh, most of the majority of Rock Band songs onto Rock Band 2, uh, which is 400 Microsoft points, and that was quite cheap, in fact, very cheap indeed. Um, so, yeah, you know, it's just one of those things. So, I don't know, you can say I'm nitpicking or just totally out bashing the the mode, but personally, I think that Resident Evil Evil 5 versus mode was not meant to be. Not not in the slightest. I mean, people trying to have fun with that mode? I didn't have fun. I almost blew the gasket. I almost... I had so much pent-up rage that I almost turned red and actually passed out on my chair. In fact, I actually was so infuriated after one match where we were constantly being dominated by the opposing team. Namely, A, because, you know, they had all the better weapons. And B, my teammate was shit as hell. And on even on occasions where it's like 10 seconds left on the clock or 20 seconds left on the clock... And we're ahead by the slightest margin. 
And obviously, I go I go off to hide because I don't want to go up against these people again. Because if they if they win, that's it. If they kill me, that's it. That's the end of the game, and they win. But no, my teammate doesn't think of that. He doesn't run away. He goes straight into the heat of battle. He goes in, gets himself killed. They get the rest of the points. They win. That is bollocks. That is absolutely bollocks. Yeah. And I just hate it when that happens. And I was just so infuriated that I literally was holding my breath and nearly passing out by the amount of stress that I was having with this with this mode. And that that doesn't happen a lot. That doesn't happen a lot with me. Uh, I mean, I, yes, I get pissed off. Yes, I shout abuse. Yes, I you know shout profanity to the heavens above. Of course, obviously, they're going to have a word with me when I eventually, you know, expire. But, um... But I've never gone to the point where I actually wanted to kill myself or try to do physical harm to myself because of this, all these kind of, like, frustrations. Okay, that's a lie, actually. It's like, I have gotten to the point where I actually had to... I did actually beat my head in because, obviously, it was frustrating... So frustrating, and let me, and let me tell you, people, Sonic the Hedgehog, Xbox Sonic 06 was definitely one of those games that made me want to kill myself. Um, trying to complete that game was just an absolutely absolute nightmare, and I would never want to go through that ever again. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was. Bottom line, you know, Resident Evil 5 shouldn't have had a versus mode. Indefinitely. You know, had a co-op mode, that was fantastic. It had a mercenaries mode, fantastic. Again, co-op mode and mercenaries, fantastic. But when you introduce a versus mode in a game format like Resident Evil, like in Resident Evil... Resident Evil 5. I mean, they even did that with Resident Evil Deadly Silence on the DS. And the multiplayer mode there was just as pointless as ever. You know. So, frankly, that mode was really a rush job. In fact, it is. Because, obviously, the size of it, the size of the data that you need to play that mode is so low that they had little effort and little inf- uh, little imagination into putting together a versus mode in Resident Evil 5. And really that makes me quite upset and sh- ashamed of Capcom for doing a half-assed vers- versus mode with the current format that they have. In Resident Evil 5. Basically they just took Mercenaries mode. They put, they took the gameplay. And the schematics of that mode. Put it into a versus mode. And then make a copycat and whatnot Of various other modes. And then just put it together and say. Right that's a versus mode. There you go. Yeah. Oh and by the way you had to pay for it as well. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Biafra saying things like, oh, don't blame Capcom, they were busy with Street Fighter 4. Bull fucking shit. You know, 
Street Fighter 4, again, again, another game that doesn't need any kind of like, uh, it's, I, I, I tell you that Capcom are trying to get as much, apparently, even though they've had a lot of success as of late, they're still not getting enough money, apparently, and they still want to get money from us. Like with Street Fighter 4, with the costumes and whatnot, the buying the extra costumes, buying the extra tournament, the, the tournaments and whatnot, the tournament mode. Um, also, with uh, Mega Man 9, you know, with uh, the extra modes, the time attacks, the boss of time attacks, playing as Proto-Man, you know, all that crap. Which I just think it's just absolutely appalling. So, yeah, I was my own sucker for buying this freaking Versus Mode. But again, obviously, it's for the achievements. You know, just achievements galore. Ugh. Achievements are going to be the death of me one of these days, you know that? Yeah. Anyway, so my first impressions: don't get DLC unless you are totally into getting achievements indefinitely. That's it. You know, basically all these, all this DLC is for people who like to have, you know, achievement to get achievements. And of course, as uh, Bifra said there. Uh, get it for uh, get them for the lols if you want to, but frankly, I don't think you'll have many lols lols moments uh, with any of these DLC packs because obviously all you'll end up having is frustrated frustrated uh, intentions of killing yourself, even though that's only just coming out of my sick and twisted mind by digress <sighs> right oh well we've got a lot more people listening in now which is good another two listen- listeners obviously being that briefra and Another un- unknown person, whoever, whoever that may be. But yeah, of course, not many people have. Well, actually, no one's actually requested anything, so that, yeah. <coughs> yeah, I beef rot. I would actually play a music cue if I actually had some music to play. Which I do actually, so uh, I better get something out then. Uh, right, uh, just play this one. Yeah. Obviously, uh, you heard the Crush 40 version of With Me uh, earlier. Sh- Earlier today, uh, earlier tonight, but now you'll get to a chance to listen to the 
proper version of uh, With Me done by Emma and Tina uh, from the band All Ends featuring Marty Friedman Friedman hmm fair enough so yeah listen to this and I'll be back very shortly unless you've got any requests do remember you can request some music if you want to you know it would help because obviously Resident SD is not here this week for some bizarre reason so maybe he's just bored of the show now like many of the other people have yep so yeah Enjoy the song anyway.
Whoops, jump cut. Ah. I love it when technology just totally fucks up. Anyway, moving on. You've tuned into Turbo Drive Live on Sega Sonic Radio. Shell Fox's all fours uh, uh, 
requests there, including uh, House of Cards, done by Joker, which is an OC remix from the Hedgehog Heaven pro- uh, album that they did. <coughs> also, Breathtaking Vision, which was from the Project Chaos album. Uh, Wacky Workbench, Good Future, from the Japanese soundtrack of Sonic CD. And Casino Night, Here We Go, from Sonic the Fighters. Yeah, but uh, of course, Bifra, who wants to be the awkward person, wanted me to play this track, which is Ramstime's Stripped. Now, obviously, I've not listened to a good Ramstein song in quite a while, uh, being that the last one, which uh, uh, was... Uh, uh, the last one was uh, Firefly, uh, and that was in the soundtrack of Triple X, um, which was uh, the Vin Diesel uh, future spy movie, which apparently was given the name. It's the next generation of next generation Bond, next generation James Bond film. No, it's like Triple X is a good decent, you know, action flick, you know, but uh, the next James Bond, I don't think so, nothing is the next James Bond, James Bond is James Bond, you know, but of course, as you can see, you know, as you can know, obviously, the most recent James Bond films haven't been fantastic, uh, like uh, Casino Royale and uh, Quantum of Solace, uh, but of course, I'm I I am a man who is, uh, you know, came about with uh, the old James Bond movies, you know, including including the ones with uh, Pierce Brosnan in them, you know. But uh, no, I do have a soft, soft spot for, uh, you know, Sean Connery and uh, Roger Moore, you know, the actual proper British people. You know, who do the James Bond, uh, who did James Bond quite well, I might say. But of course there were other British people. But anyway, anyway, uh, Ramstein was stripped. It's probably good. If you're German and you do not like profanity, don't listen. (laughs) Because you'll probably think, oh my god. It's like it's all good. Anyway. Anyway, enjoy, people. Come with me into the trees. We lay on the grass and let ours pass. Take my hand. Come back to the land Let's get away Just for one day Let me see you stripped Let me see you stripped
And we're back. And uh, that was kind of weird. <laughs> Obviously, hearing something that wasn't in German uh, for once. And uh, obviously was kind of hilarious at one point. About the whole TVs and whatnot. That almost had me laughing. Almost made me lol. Uh, Fox 4 saying, uh, talking about Germany, do you have red, 99 red balloons? No, I don't. If I did, I'd probably pop them all by now. Yeah. Or maybe danced with JD, I don't know. Maybe. Man, I was on, uh, I'm going through the SSMB and, uh, through the general chat, uh, function, and apparently I saw, found this, uh, story about a, now, I don't know if this, I've got this correct, uh, what was that? <laughs> uh, apparently a retarded man was sent to prison, <laughs> Uh, was sent to prison for alleged sex crime. <laughs> uh, uh, it's like, it's like eh, what? What the hell's going on here? It's, it's all crazy, like. Uh, this is crazy. It's absolutely crazy. I don't want to go into that, actually, because it just seems to be <laughs> too n too nuts for me, for my liking. It's like, I'm not mentally retarded, but I'm... <laughs> I'm not absolutely bright in everything. I'm only bright in the areas that I strong stronger hold, uh, uh, that I have strength in. And of course that is in video games, and of course I progress, uh, I, you know, prove that in the retail field, you know, with my vast knowledge of uh, gaming, uh, gaming uh, info, and uh, talking about the new systems and whatnot, and also how to work several systems, because apparently this week I had to... Not explain not once but twice to two separate people um, how to set up a DS for online usage. Dear God, I mean, no one ever reads the instructions anymore. <laughs> you know, no one ever. It's like at times I always say, you know, at times I always say, I think, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, what is it? At times, I always think that uh, you know people. Well, actually, me and me and Earthstar earlier today, we were ha having a discussion that uh, the pub uh, public has gotten stupider. In fact, actually, this brings brings me to another point, a new another gaming news story that uh, came by on the feed. And it's regarding one of my personal favorite horror games, 
that has been around, and that was the Project Zero series. And if you don't know what Project Zero is, uh, in the States it's known as Fatal Frame, and in Japan it's just simply called Zero. And the Project Zero series obviously was a trilogy, originally a trilogy on the PS2, uh, PSI, PS2, and the uh, the first and second one was released on the Xbox, the original Xbox. None of the game, none of the Project games have never ever been on the Nintendo system until the fourth one was uh, was released in Japan not too long ago last year. Now for Tecmo, Tecmo uh, heard that Nintendo bought the rights to publish the game for US and US and UK distribution. However, in a re- recent turn of events. Nintendo have denied to publish the game. That's right, they have denied publishing Project Zero and Fatal Frame, the fourth game, in either either region, either the UK or the US. And I am truly, truly, truly pissed off at that. Namely because this is the first horror franchise that Nintendo has the ability to license and publish all things. But basically... There have been tons, tons, like nearly half a dozen horror titles that have been out there, or adult rated, rated titles that have been released on the Wii. For example, obviously, I've got a big list. I've got, I've got about six titles in mind that I know that have been that are adult titles and are on the Wii. We've got Resident Evil 4 Wii Edition. We got Resident Evil Umbrella Chronicles. We got No More Heroes with its violence, obviously. We got, uh, was it Mad World? We got House of the Dead one, uh, 2 and 3 ha- uh, Return, House of the Dead Overkill, you know. And, and of course, in, in, uh, what was it, in, uh, in Japan also, it's like Res- uh, Resident Evil. Uh, Zero, they'll get a remake. Uh, but uh, no, Bifra, I'm talking about titles on the Wii, not on the not on the GameCube, not done by Nintendo, but on the Wii. You know, but uh, thanks for thanks for trying. But uh, no, this is absolutely ridiculous. That it's like I would, you know, um, I played the first one and I played and I didn't play the only the only games in the series that I actually played was the first and third one I never played the second one mainly because it had the aspect of sisters and after I played uh, Resident Evil 0 after playing the partner system for that it, it just kind of like I just felt right okay it's got to be like that again so I never touched uh, Project Zero uh, Project Zero to uh, the Crimson but- Crimson Butterfly, and uh, apparently that was supposed to be the better of of the series. Although, in my personal opinion, I thought the third one was because the third one obviously is uh, take take into aspect uh, the dream world and reality mer- merging together, and obviously this uh, 
haunted man, uh, ha- you know, haunting mansion that comes in your dreams. Uh, uh, just uh, you know, obviously it's a little different. I mean, and the third one, obviously you don't get, get you don't control one antagonist. You could, you take control of two. Uh, being that you can take control of a brand new character, a, uh, a brand new character, and also the return of Miyuki, uh, who was in the first game. And I love Miyuki. You know, she was very, uh, you know, obviously she was the embodiment of the first game, and I liked her return in the se- in the third game, and uh, which is cool, which is very cool. Now, of course, with the fourth game, I don't know anything about the plot. I don't know anything about the storyline. I don't know anything whatsoever. So, I don't know if it's a sequel, a prequel, a mid mid kind of thing, or whatever. I do not know what that game is. So, and I was very hoping. I was hoping to actually pick it up. Uh, you know, when it get gets. You know, released here in the UK, like get the translated version. You know, whatnot. But apparently, no. Apparently, Nintendo are being assholes and forcibly denying publishing uh, this game. And Tecmo has, you know, Tecmo's in a hole. This is exactly. Oh, oh, oh yeah. And another game that uh, another horror game that oozed into the fucking. Uh, you know, uh, oozed onto the Wii. You know, Manhunt Two. Yeah, Manhunt Two. That oozed onto on that on that fucking sequel uh, on that console. But of course, that bombed. You know, by the time by the time it got released in the UK, it bombed heavily. It would just sucked balls. Um, but uh, as for other adult titles, I mean, come on. You know, I mean, even House of the Dead Overkill, you know, has been a successful game, and Resident Evil 4 Wii Edition has been a successful game, and that was pu- and obviously those were published in house, so you know, Capcom published, uh, you know, Resident Evil 4, and uh, you know, Sega published House of the Dead Overkill. So why doesn't it, why didn't why don't why in fact give me a reason why. Why did Nintendo buy the rights to this game, or buy the publishing rights for this game, when they just suddenly just say, right, okay then, uh, we got a suggestion. How about we don't publish this game at all, and we deny the fan base that we alienate every single day uh, even more so? Because that's what they're doing. uh, Nintendo are just alienating the hardcore followers for years and years and years they've been following and now they're just to- totally again saying right screw you we've got a new audience now you can fuck right off and again it's again you know they're focusing on this casual gamer which i think in my personal opinion is going to be the death the death of the gaming industry I kid you not, because if the in, if the consumer is just the casual gamer who doesn't want to play, 
you know, well-designed games, well-in-depth games, adult titles even, you know, games that actually have meaning, story, and whatnot to it, and atmosphere to it, then the gaming industry will dry up, and will have a crash. The gaming industry will have a crash, just like 20 years ago. Just like the crash of 1980, uh, 1980, uh, 1984, I think it was, or ni- uh, back in, back in the days of the Atari and whatnot. And, they, they will, f- or, they will find out, firsthand, that it's, you know, that there's gonna be one bad, because the economy, okay, 1983, thank you, Bif- uh, Bifra, um, I was close, you know, 1983, 94, 94, you know, it was close. Uh, the crash, a uh, video game crash of 83, but yeah, it might get to the point where it might be another video c- game crash, and it's like the video game crash of of 2012 or something like that, because this is it's it's seeming to be like that because of all this casual, you know. All this casual gaming is going to be the death of, uh, you know, kind of like game industry. I mean, just recently, just recently as well, uh, Ubisoft have ditched the name Rayman in the Rayman Raven Ra- Rabbit series because obviously that series was never about Rayman at all, ever. It was only about these crazy rabbits who do these crazy mini games. That's it. So now they've just said, right, okay, then fair enough. Um, you know, we're going to have just just the Raving Rabbits. You know, we're just going to call the series Raving Rabbits now. This is our own franchise. We're not going to have Rayman in this in this series anymore. Because he's, he, he doesn't fit in this series anymore. You know, which is true because Rayman is a platformer. Rayman is a platform character, and he he was being squandered in this stupid, stupid, you know, series, yeah, yeah, and yeah, in the later games, obviously, it just didn't make any sense, you know, like later Rayman games. Obviously, the very first time, the very first time that Rayman Rayman Raven Rabbits was announced. Obviously, it was going to be something close to kind of like a brawler or such, you know. But as time progressed, not many people actually knew what the story for this game was. So really, it just ended up, uh, you know, going into obscurity into off that of, you know, mini games and whatnot. Which I think is just absolutely retarded. And... It goes to show you that uh, game developers are putting less and less and less less and even more less uh, effort into game design and creation, you know. So, yeah, I I think uh, we are going to be on the verge of another video game crash anytime soon, uh, in my personal opinion. 
I mean, I don't know if I'm right, I don't know if I'm wrong, but uh, I I just feel that the gaming industry is going to, is digging a hole as we speak with this casual market. And the casual market, this casual consumer, the stupid public who don't really know what computer games is all about is going to kill the industry. It's going to, you know, it's going to water it down to very simplistic viewpoints that it'll be embarrassing to be a gamer because anyone can be a gamer now. And it'll be embarrassing to actually think, you know, I'm a gamer, but all these people are gamers too because they play casual games and that's what the industry is now it's about casual games and frankly I think that is bollocks and something has to be done people more developers should stop thinking about the casual market start going back to the hardcore market and try to actually play proper games you know and try to create proper games put effort into making games you know and I'm not, I'm not just saying about that with uh, Sega. I mean, Nintendo have been slacking a hell of a lot with with their stupid, stupid, you know, uh, you know, kind of like uh, 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 what is it? With their stupid Wii Sports Resort and also the attachments that they've been working on and whatnot. And it's like, no. Make something proper. Make a make a more proper game. I mean, frankly, I also heard from uh, Earthfire as well that um, they didn't they don't plan on making a another big epic Mario or Zelda title again. I I mean, people are saying yeah, but they're making Spirit Tracks. But yeah, let's let's focus here, people. This is about a Legend of Zelda game. That involves trains. Since when did Legend of Zelda enter the age of steam trains? People, do you not understand? You know, Nintendo, I've lost it. They have lost their edge. They have lost their adventure edge. You know, and it's like pirates, fair enough. You know, see... Which was, you know, obviously acceptable. But then, when you have something like, you know, you know, with, uh, but if you put trains in the mix, trains in a Zelda title? Uh, uh, what? I'm sorry, but even, even I, who have played the original, the I, I have played the original, although it sucked for me, and I've played one of the best game of all time, being that of Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time, and I have all right to say yes, that game is amazing. That game is great. Uh, you know, and you know, I just I don't know. I really don't know what the hell's gone wrong. I mean, it's all, it's all up there. I don't know. It's just up there somewhere. It's just totally fucked up. 
<coughs> oh yeah, and that's another thing that I hate hate as well. Final Fantasy is like a series that is totally milked beyond belief. I'm sorry, but that is just absolutely milking it. I mean, obviously they went the whole kind of like uh, I actually saw what was it the Spooning Experiments uh, review of Final Fantasy VIII and how it kind of like had its aspects from seven into eight with the whole emo sword thing and uh yeah i'm trying to i'm seeing there there now that obviously just goes right there and then just like ugh. anyway uh yeah um <coughs> So yeah, about uh, enough about my random ranting, uh, because I know it just makes no logical sense whatsoever to people who listen to it, because they always think, "What the fuck is he on? Is he high? Is he drunk? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, please tell me what the hell's wrong with this kid." Uh, so yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm just going to stop there. Anyway, on to a lighter note. Uh, I was playing... I, I was playing uh, Rock Band 2 again. Yeah, because apparently there's a new track there that I really wanted to play. And it was Journey. With Don't Stop Believing. I love that track. In fact, it's always constantly played at my sh- in my generic game store. On the radio. Uh, constantly. You know, pretty much every day I'm in, it's always on. You know, pretty much. And I'm singing away, it's like, Streetlights, people, uh, you know. But yeah. Oh yeah, and of course, I did watch uh, WrestleMania last week. Um, it was showing repeats, but now they're over now. But, uh, yeah, WrestleMania 25. I think it was actually a very good show. Uh, the highlights of the show was definitely, and I mean definitely, the Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels match. That was a momentous match there. You know. It was like, it was, that was literally the WrestleMania right there. WrestleMania right there. And, you know, WrestleMania 25 was just an absolute bomb. I, I mean, you know, not, not as in, you know, bad bomb. I mean, a good bomb, you know. It was very explosive, you know. Um, yeah, and, uh, of course, Undertaker eventually won the match. I was just, I just did not want... The Undertaker to lose to Shawn Michaels. As talented as Shawn Michaels is, Shawn Michaels really shouldn't actually get the win over The Undertaker, in all honesty. I mean, it didn't. At first, I didn't actually see it as very, very, very cheesy that he was going the whole goodness, light, God kind of like route uh, to be the opposite of Undertaker's dark, dense, you know. Darkness, skirt, you know, it's like lightning, blah, you know, and whatnot. And I'm like, yeah, you know. 
it was just one of those things. And uh, with, uh, I did have a couple of other things that I just thought was just absolutely retarded as hell. Uh, the Divas match was just absolutely retarded, as usual, as every WrestleMania, uh, because it had Santo, Santino Morella being a fucking comp- contestant in the fucking match, and I swear to God, it took me, it took the announcers, or they written in the script, to have the announcers, like, finally notice him, like, five, ten minutes into the fucking match, and obviously they still don't think it's the right, you know, they still, don't see him as Santino Morello, but obviously it's clearly obvious with the amount of tattoos that is on the fucking body of his. Ugh! It was just disgusting to watch. Um, uh, again, again, uh, what was it? They, they uh, for WrestleMania they did the Money in the Bank ladder match first. Which I was kind of again I I don't know how uh, why obviously it must be like uh, one of my friends obviously saying oh it's it's an opener obviously it's to warm them up and whatnot and it's like really uh, I guess but all right you know when I think of a warm up I I usually think of a tag team match which I actually thought there was I thought there was a tag team match at Wrestlemania but no I think that was actually on Sunday Night Heat um, which is the show prior to Wrestlemania and um, yeah it doesn't make any sense to me anyway as for um, the other matches uh, uh, what was it Uh, what was it? The yeah, it's, uh, it was a dark match at WrestleMania twenty-five. Yeah, I. So I'm guessing that's the uh, yeah, that's why I thought it's the match that happened before WrestleMania 25 actually actually started uh, officially you know so yeah and that's that's got to be on the DVD extras I can kid I kid you not people it would be anyway uh, but anyway the other matches the Jeff Hardy Matt Matt Matt, Matt and Jeff Hardy match um, that was interesting a little bit and uh, the interesting the very interesting extreme move that I actually saw that I thought was just absolutely fantastic that they did was a twist of fate with a chair open and the head is you know head is driven into the seat part of the chair that actually is a fantastic move and I swear to god I have never seen it anywhere else I have not seen that in any other organization in not to I know of you know and that's the first time I saw that, and I just thought, "Whoa, that is hardcore," you know. Um, and that and that's talent, you know. That's talent. Uh. Uh. Anyway, 
Uh, other matches, obviously the big championship matches, obviously didn't get that much meh. Being that the triple threat match, which of course John Cena won, which I thought obviously because they always do that. It's like you know John Cena always wins at WrestleMania, always now because he's the champ. He's the most popular character in that in that organization now. Um, and uh, what is it? Uh, and the Triple H versus Randy Orton match that was very half-assed, actually. Uh, that that match should have been a no disqualification match because it would have been a lot more exciting if it was a no disqualification match. But of course. They put in the storyline that if Triple H got disqualified or counted out, he would forfeit. His title would actually be switched hands to Randy Orton. Which, frankly, I don't know why Randy Orton is still in the organization. I still don't know. Frankly, because I just haven't a clue. And just recently, after WrestleMania, and then when the, uh, Mr. McMahon, Vince McMahon, announced that there was going to be a six-man tag match at Backlash... And when Vicky Guerrero, I swear to God, I don't know why she is there. I Please, let her go, for the love of Christ. Get her out of the scene. You know, I know she is the widow of the late, great Eddie Guerrero, but for the love of Christ, just let her, get her out of there. She becomes the acting manager. She becomes the full-time acting manager of Raw, and then announce that the heavyweight championship will actually be on the line at Backlash in that six-man tag. And you know, with that, obviously, she. You know, if if anyone in you know, in Randy Orton's team pins anyone in Team Triple H's team, then he becomes the champion. Now, I just think to myself, dear God, that's just absolutely stupid, because you know fine that the other two, you know, you know, the other two, um, kind of like, uh, people in Randy Orton's thing, it's like, uh, Cody Rhodes and Ted DiBiase Jr., and you look at those people and it's like, dear God, I know fine. They're going to go, well, I want to be the champion then. If It's like, if Randy Orton, Randy Orton's going to be the fucking champion, I should be the fucking champion and whatnot. And uh, like, uh, they've just made a stupid idea, really. Uh, and they've done that before where, obviously, they've done like six-man tag matches and, you know, championships were on the line. I mean, they did that with, uh, what was it? A few years ago, again at Backlash, where um, what was it? It was the tag titles against the uh, the Intercontinental and WWE Championship at the time, and that was like Austin and Triple H versus The Undertaker and Kane, and you know, obviously they couldn't come to grips of who can be the champion. If, like, you know, Undertaker got the world title or Undertaker got the Intercontinental title or whatever. And so, yeah, they're just like, right, okay, fair enough. Just give the tag titles to Austin and Triple H. There you go. Simple as that. And it's like, bollocks. 
So, yeah, so it's going to be pointless at Backlash, I would think. Uh, Triple H is just going to retain his title. Fair enough, you know. And, of course, Batista came back. Dave. Dave, Batista. Yeah, Dave. And, uh, yeah, I, lo- I love Dave. He's good. He's just funny. He's just a lol. He's just a walking lols. You know. He's a yay, Dave, Dave. <laughs> so yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, that's my time up actually. Wow, time time flies when you're ranting and talking about shit. Yeah. Right. Well, I better get some music to play us out, and I will get on my high horse and ride the high hills. To the hollow, solo. Gotta play a little through the fire by Crush Forty. Yeah, we'll finish that off. And uh, yeah, that's gotta be me for another week. Uh, I believe there's no radio radio redux tomorrow night. Uh, tomorrow, well, later this evening or whatever on Sunday because uh, basically it's Easter Sunday so expect no one to be on SSR at that time no one and uh, yeah on Monday you've got Bifra yeah or Bifra 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 uh, who's going to be doing his uh, you know show the audio hijack on the Monday uh, so yeah. So yeah, don't don't forget to check that that out. I think the time is uh, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. GMT, I believe. But if not, if I'm not correct, check out check out all the details on SSMB uh, in the announcements thread. So yeah, and of course you got JJ Forever with uh, the random hour. Uh, and that's it, actually. Frankly, I don't know anyone else because no one, I, no one else advertises on SSMB at all, except for myself, uh, Bifra and uh, Bifra, uh, and uh, JJ Forever, and you know, and of course Kev, who's already announced that he's not going to do a show this Sunday. Uh, so yeah. Anyway. I am rambling on. I should end the show on a high note with uh, Through the Fire. Oh, yes, and of course, next week, Earthheart's got to be uh, filling in for V'ger. Yes, so I better tune in to that next week. Oh, wait, I'm working next week. Damn it! Fuck. <laughs> Smeg. <sighs> oh, yeah, don't forget, look out for Red Dwarf uh, Back to Earth, which I think is this Sunday, so... So uh, check it out. It's on Dave. Yeah, if you've got Sky, look for Dave. It's like in the one... I think it's like 118 or 114 or 112. Just go through the 11s and go 111, 112, 113, 114, 115, 116. Just keep going through there until you find Dave, okay? You know, so just, just find it because Red Dwarf kicks ass. If not, you're Smegger. Uh, right. So, through the fire, crush 40, end the show. Wehey. Hey, brilliant. Fantastic. Right. 
I'll catch you later. Bye-bye. Of course, next week, of course. Yes, next week, same time, same channel, whatever. Bye-bye. Sonic Radio, the number one source for Sonic music.